Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer visit our website donnaeed.com forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort together let's make your podcasting vision a success you're listening to the wedding procast uk the place to be if you are a uk wedding professional looking to grow and streamline your business i'm your host donna ead 10-year wedding photography veteran and ceo at the society of professional wedding vendors if you want to grow and streamline your business this is the podcast for you make sure you hit subscribe where you listen or join our email list at www.spw v.co.uk. You'll find the sign up form at the bottom of every episode and by doing so you won't miss a thing. So let's jump into today's show. podcast everybody. I hope you are well and have been enjoying this absolutely gorgeous weather. I know a lot of people have been complaining, my mum being one of them, but you know what? It's the funniest thing. She spends most of her life in her bedroom. I swear she's reverted to being a teenager, okay? So she does have some pain in her legs and I'm not going to dismiss that at all, Um, but it's not all the time and she just went through a really really bad phase for a few years and her bed was the only place that she could get comfortable but now it's not as bad um all of the time so she could be downstairs in her living room which is actually north facing um nice and cool and she is in her bedroom which is south facing and complaining that it's like 29 degrees in her bedroom with two fans on and I'm like seriously come on woman <laughs> tell me, are you the same? I find it just so funny that she is now the, like I grew up wanting my house so badly so that I could be in the living room watching my TV and watching what I wanted on it because of course as a child you can't do that. And now she she is obviously in her own house and has the privilege of doing whatever she wants in it and she's chosen to spend her life in her bedroom. <laughs> I just find it, I find it amusing. Um, tell me, are your parents like this? Um, is it just my mum? Um, do you spend a lot of time in your bedroom or do you take advantage of the rest of your house? It's crazy stuff, especially in this heat. Um, but I hope you're keeping well. Hope you're keeping your sun factor up, especially anybody who is out doing weddings um, and enjoying this weather. Actually, I will be doing a wedding today as you're listening to this on the 22nd of July. I am out shooting one of my final weddings, which is fantastic. So I will be making sure my sun cream is packed. So this week we are going to be talking about using interns in our business. Uh, We do 
everything in our business. If you are a solo entrepreneur, you do everything in your business. If you are not and you have help, then you are lucky and perhaps this episode won't apply to you. But we can all use an extra pair of hands, especially in the summer, especially after the year we've had with all the backlog that we've got to go through. So actually an intern might be useful. So what we want to be doing in our business especially if we are a solo entrepreneur, is we want to be doing the money making activities. So that is, you know, prepping for meetings, doing whatever it is that you do, making cakes, taking photos, editing photos, um, and supplying what it is that you do for weddings. Those are your money making activities. The rest of it is stuff that you can hand off to other people. So using an intern is a great opportunity to get some of that grunt work done by somebody else so that you can focus on your money-making activities. So think about the grunt work as things that in your business that take up way too much time and if given to somebody else would just free you up and give you this extra time to put into those money-making activities. Now, I am not an expert on interns, but I did go on the government site and I will link this in the show notes. Interns should be paid. And I don't know if I've just watched too many old um, American reality TV shows where there's been interns and things like that, but American interns get paid too. Uh, but I, for some reason, had it in my head that interns were, you know, sometimes a voluntary Um, option. According to the government website, it is not the case. Interns should be paid at least minimum wage. So you do need to think about this. Um, People can volunteer to work, but that is in specific situations, usually charity, non-profit organisations. So you need to be careful. Um, If you are using your own child, um, you know, and giving them pocket money or whatever for helping you out. That's something that goes on in your four walls. You know, I'm not going to say anything about that. But if you are going to be looking at taking on a young person, you need to be looking at the legalities of what you need to do. So do look into um, this link that I'll put in the show notes for you. It's www.gov.uk forward slash employment dash rights dash four dash interns. So if you go to that, I will link it in the show notes, you will get more information about what you can and can't do. Um, Work experience, it happens through schools. So you can't even say it's work experience and not pay them. So just don't want you to get tripped up there. However, if you have got the ability to pay somebody minimum wage um, and give them, even if it's just for a few hours, you don't have to have an intern on a full-time basis. So if you just turn around and find somebody who actually either wants to work in your industry or wants to learn what it is that or get more comfortable with what it is that you want them to do as a job, then, you know, a few hours a week can just give you a few hours back and give them the opportunity to learn and they can still go and get another job over the summer to um, earn some extra money. Um, I know a friend of mine is currently using an intern for just four hours a week to help her out. Um, So you don't have to have them full time. Don't think of this as, oh, I've got to take them on full time. You can do hours that, you know, allow you to do that. So if you think, I 
don't know what minimum wage is at the moment. I think it's uh, £8 something an hour. That times four, you know, that's not too bad. Not, Not too bad a layout to get somebody to work for you for those few hours. You do need to look into employment rights and and all of that jazz. But if you are a slightly bigger company, a limited company, and you do have other people working for you, then you are probably already set up for that. So it shouldn't be too much of an issue. So when you're looking at hiring an intern, you need to talk to the person, find out what areas of business they're interested in, what would they enjoy doing, and see if you can tailor some of the work towards that. Because the last thing you want to do is bring somebody in who's got absolutely no interest in the things that you want to do or you want them to do and then have them be bored, not really putting in the effort and not giving you a good return on your investment. Uh, Decide what you want them to do and set out the expectations clearly and go through it with them so they understand what's expected of them. So there should be some element of training within it that you are showing them what you can't expect them to come in as a young person and know how business works. So you need to walk them through what it is that you need them to do but doing that for a couple of hours um, and then then being able to take on that role and do it for you for the next six weeks um, is you know worth worth it in my opinion it's worth taking that time to just give them that little bit of training In a couple of weeks time, I am going to have the wonderful Amy McLaren on the podcast. She is going to be sharing with us all about her new book, Passion to Purpose. I urge you to head to Amazon now and pre-order this book. It is out on the 10th of August and it is amazing. It is such a good book to sort of really get into what it is that you want out of your life and where it's heading, how to make it work for you. She has created an awesome life for herself and her family along with her husband, Stu, and she is definitely someone to listen to on this topic. So I hope you will listen in to the podcast episode on the 12th of August and get over to Amazon now and pre-order Passion to Purpose by Amy McLaren. So for me, what I would look at is using them for social media. Kids are excellent on social media. They they live their lives through social media. You know, nobody um, phones each other anymore when they're kids. They're all talking through Snapchat. So, you know, they are quite good when it comes to social media. They also spend an awful lot of time on their phones. I think if me and my daughter did a text battle, um, she would win hands down on getting the message typed quicker than I would. So I might be quicker on a keyboard than she is, but she would have me under the table if we were to do a text challenge because she just uses her phone all the time. So she just knows what she's doing. So they could probably do this kind of stuff, like do um, captions and things quicker than you could. So get them on your social media. Creating graphics on Canva, that would be you know, for somebody who is interested in art or interested in graphics, you know, creating these graphics for you would be 
an interesting thing to do, a fun thing to do. So, you know, you can set them up with templates that you want them to work with, tell them the types of images you want. You can just check over them once they've done them so you know that you're happy with the images that they've chosen, but they get to go and find the images. They get to type up any font captions that go over the top of the images. Get them to schedule your posts so you can show them something like later or show them how to do it in Canva um, and get those posts scheduled. You can get them to write your captions. Now you might think, I don't want somebody else writing my captions. I want it to sound like me. So this is where, um, did you ever do dictation when you were at school? I remember my teacher reading things out and us having to furiously scribble it down on a piece of paper. Um, But this is where that comes in. So you can actually use a voice app, record what you want your captions to be, um, and they can type them out for you. So it is a lot quicker for you to say what you want than it is for you to write it, generally speaking. So if you can voice note it, like look at your next week's social media posts, what are you going to say on each day? Just speak into a phone Monday and then start your caption. Tuesday, then start your caption. Wednesday, then start your caption. Then your intern can take that recording and they can type out that caption for you and get it set up with the social media posts. So you aren't having to do that and it will still sound like you. You can get them to do hashtag research. So get them on Instagram, get them looking at what people are using, looking at the hashtags that you generally use and what's actually appearing on there and give you a report on what they think um, is going on with the hashtags. So, you know, are people who are getting engaged looking at those hashtags? Is there people that are engaged that are using those hashtags, you know, this is the sort of thing that you, and you can set parameters around what you want them to look at and what you want them to report back. You can get them to help in filming reels and IGTVs. So if you are somebody who needs cue cards, you could actually write them out on some poster paper and that they can hold for you and help you um, to record your IGTVs. They can help you with brainstorming ideas for reels. And you can also send them on a mission to find new accounts to follow. So set them up with a spreadsheet tell them to go and find whoever it is that you want to be following on Instagram. If it's engaged couples, if it's other vendors, then give them the parameters to go out and find and let them write in the spreadsheet who it is that they followed. Because you can then go in your five, 10 minutes that you're doing your social media connection time, you can actually go into those accounts that they followed and just connect on a personal level, comment on something that they've put up like some of their posts so that you're getting to know these people so it's not just a spammy thing where you're just liking hundreds and hundreds of accounts you're actually building a relationship with those new accounts. Another thing you could look at is your weekly content. So you know I have said before now that we should all have weekly content that we are putting out there or at least regular content if it's once a month as long as it's consistent on a consistent basis. Mine's my podcast, you might have a blog, you might have a YouTube channel, you know whatever it is that you're putting out regularly, you can get them trained up to edit the videos or the podcasts. You might find somebody who's done something similar at school with editing um, in the media 
sector. So you might be able to find somebody who already knows some of that software and you can train them to edit the videos in the way that you like or your podcasts. Uh, You could dictate your blog like you did with your captions for social media. You could do the same for your blog, dictate your blog and get them to type it up, set them out with a template of how your blog should be laid out and they can complete that. And all you would need to do then is set it up on your website. And depending on the proficiency of your intern, they might even be able to do that, set it up on your website and schedule it for you as well. So this is just things that take up a lot of your time that you could actually have them do. If you send out a weekly email, you could do the same thing there, dictate it and they can type it up for you in your mail service provider and schedule it ready to go. Obviously, as with you know, anybody that is coming into your business and working for you, you need to have your points of checking. Always check back, just have a quick read through the email, just have a quick read through the blog before it's due to go up. Um, Because at the end of the day, it's your business and you need to be making sure that what's being put out there is what you're expecting to go out. So there are lots of ways that you can use an intern's help in your business and in turn, they get some work experience in an area that interests them. Remember though that the point is to free yourself up for these money-making activities. So don't give them tasks that are too complicated that you will have to hold their hand through. It should be things that you can show them once and they can get on with it. If you spend too much time explaining and training, then you might as well have done it yourself. So in summary, check out the link in the show notes, head to that government website um, and check out about interns and how you can use them and what the requirements are. Find tasks that take you a lot of time that you can give to your interns so you can focus on your money-making activities. Make sure they are the right fit by finding out what interests them and why they want to intern with you. Give them easy tasks that you can show them once and they can run with it. So that is it for this week, guys. I have got some great episodes coming up. So do make sure that you hit the subscribe button where you are listening. If it is Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, make sure that you subscribe there. And if you are on my website, then underneath the podcast player, you will find a little box that says sign up for podcast new episode releases. So you just pop in your email there and you will be on my email list to get those podcast notifications every week. Uh, That's it for me, guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.